0: The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media.
1: Radio.
0: 94-7. 94-7. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom.
2: My name is Jenny, and I am quote-unquote just a mom, but that just is misplaced because none of us are just moms. It is a position that is so important, and yet sometimes we don't know it by the way in which our society treats us, and that's why this show is here, all for you. And, you know, I I was thinking today before I came in to do the show that there are so many hurting people out there, So many discouraged people, rejected people, uh, depressed people, burdened people, people who have suffered loss, people who are sick, people who are losing faith, all kinds of stuff. And I just I want you to know that we want to be here for you with messages to lift you up. You know, yeah, we are especially here for mothers because, man, do they need lifting up because they've got a whole little train of people behind them that they're trying to lift up. So we are here for the moms. But I I just I want to be here for hurting people today. So please know that. And oh, my goodness, this is going to be a good show for you in light of that. Moms can literally learn a lifestyle habit today that will pay off for their entire lives. It's all about just showing up. And I'm going to explain that more in just a minute. But I do want to welcome our new audience on Fridays. The show now airs on Fridays at 1 p.m., of course, right here on 94.7 KRKS. So glad to have you. But we're going to move quickly to this topic because it's so important. Showing up, it's something that we need to apply in our own lives and teach to our children. And here is why I'm talking about it. We have the co-author of a brand-new book called Just Show Up. Her name is Jill Lynn Butine. She's the author of the award-winning Falling for Texas, which is an inspirational novel, but now she's got a new book, Just Show Up, which she co-wrote with Kara Tippett. You might remember that we've had Kara on this show before. She was a mom blogger and author of The Hardest Piece. On her blog and in her book, Kara shared her life as a mom raising four kids with her husband and how a battle with cancer had given her an even bigger love as a mom. I want to go to Kara right now. Just a little snippet from an interview we did with her last November right here on Channel Mom.
1: And that these little moments are the big moments of life. And so often, as moms, we're waiting for the promotion, the next house, yes. the, the vacation, all vacation on family rest, and we struggle to live present in our moments with our families. And that, to me, is the high calling of being a mom, of being present, being available. You know, so many people say it's quality, not quantity, but I just disagree in the quantity of all these million moments that we as moms get to capture that we find quality in each little precious moment moment that we have. So um, it's to be cherished, and our job is to, and our high calling is to cherish these kids.
2: Oh, how true. Kara passed away in March of this year, but the book that she co-wrote with her friend Jill was published, and we now have Jill on the program today, to talk about the amazing lessons for moms from this new book called Just Show Up. We want to welcome Jill but- uh, Butine. There, I got it to the you Channel audit show. Welcome, yeah. welcome, Jill. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We're glad to have you so so much. That every time I talk about Kara, I cry. So <laughs> I I've I, that I, right now. I haven't heard her voice in a long, long time. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she—that's a precious voice to you. So I did I, just so the folks in the audience know. I did warn Jill that we were going to play that sound did. Yeah, I did. Did. but Yeah, I did. But it's still tough. She she's. She's lovable, both here and in heaven. We still love her. I found myself tearing up and yet smiling at the same time. Right. Amen. Amen. So it's called Just Show Up. And, you know, this is one of those lessons that if you invite people to learn it, they might not necessarily come to a workshop on it. But as I was weaving my way through the book, I thought, oh, this is important. The whole world would function better if we did, mm-hmm. if we did this. And, and moms need it themselves, and they need to do it for others. And I, so just tell people the premise of Just Show Up and what you and Kara, because you co-wrote this before she passed mm-hmm. away, what you were trying to express to the world about just showing up in friendship and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. You know, it could be the
3: broad concept of flying across the country and showing up on a doorstep. People did that for Kara when she was battling cancer. But really it comes down to the bare bones concept of choosing each other and choosing to enter into each other's lives. And I think this stretches so far beyond cancer for us as moms. The other day, my son was sick and my friend texted and said, can I bring you a meal? And I thought, no, I don't want to accept. I don't need it. I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. But I let her in, and I, mean, I got to see her. I got a hug from her, and I felt so loved that whole day. I was just smiling, um, waiting for that meal to come. And so I do think it stretches beyond the big, horrible, hard moments of life. We can really enter in with each other in small things.
2: Yeah. And I want to explain to people that you met Kara just, uh, you know, six months or something before she was diagnosed right. with cancer. And and in your very first part of your the book, you say, we are moms together. And you repeat yeah. that statement over and over again. And I thought, wow, so this really is for mothers, this book, yeah. in, in many ways, because that's what drew you to her. And you thought, we, we're doing this together. So now... Whether I like it or not, I have to be your friend because mm-hmm. we're doing moms together. And and, and one day I may want to mother your children if if you don't stay here. And that's exactly right. what's happening now. And, yeah. and so moms should know that that's one reason you entered in. You know, you talk about the fact that our culture kind of pushes against showing up in mm-hmm. people's lives who are hurting or in our friends' lives or in our family's lives or relatives' lives, whatever it is. Talk about that. Well, I think it's scary. And so... We're so
3: afraid to do or say the wrong thing that we we don't do it at all. Yeah. I mean, I was that person before Kara. I just thought, well, it's better not to say anything because I don't want to hurt someone or say something stupid. But I learned with Kara that that's not true. Um, it's better to, to, to say something, um, even if it's just to say, I don't know what to say, but I see you. I see what you're going through, and I'm so sorry, and I want to be here for you. Um, even if we don't necessarily know what that looks like right away. And with Kara, I didn't know. Um, Like you said, I thought we are moms together. Our friendship was not developed for years. I just knew it mattered. It mattered to part of her life. The same way that I would want other moms to do the same for me and be a part of my children's life.
2: Yeah. And here's the other thing I like about that. So often in our culture now, um, moms are sort of feeling this – hidden reason to compete with each other, sort of Mm -hmm. Facebook stuff and Twitter stuff and Pinterest stuff. Well, I'm not as good as her and all this contrast and comparison and and competition. And um, it's so cool for you to be coming out with a book that says, yeah, you know what? If you just show up for somebody and they're hurt, then you don't have to compete anymore. And they'll show up for you someday too. Exactly. And it's okay to be messy and broken.
3: And that's a lie that our culture is telling us that we have to be put together and that Our house needs to look like Pinterest. Uh, Kara was very vocal about that not being true. She always welcomed people into her home, no matter what it looked like. And although we're different personalities, I've definitely had to work to let people into my life because it's so important for building community. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and you, t- I, I want to let moms know that that I'm hoping they're listening to this show for a reason today because either they're supposed to let somebody show up in their life, or they're mm-hmm. supposed to show up in other people's lives. And by the way, teach your children to show up. What kind of a ha- world do we have if we pass by the hurting because it's just too hard? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why Kara wrote the book, The Hardest Piece. So so I hope people are getting something from this today. You know, we only have about three and a half minutes left in this segment, but. But you talk about a couple of things, and I want you to expand on these. Number one, showing up shows you that it's not about you, but strangely mm-hmm. enough, when you do show up for somebody who's sick or somebody who just got a divorce or somebody who lost a child or somebody whose child is sick, when you do show up, it heals you. You talked about a day mm-hmm. of being afraid about your daughter having a, a medical condition, and, mm-hmm. and instead you went out and shopped for Kara, and suddenly you weren't afraid for your daughter anymore. Right And and so somehow, yeah, it's not about us, but when we go and help somebody else, it heals something in us, you know? So talk about that.
3: Absolutely. Well, it keeps the focus off of ourselves. And I mean, certainly we all have hard things going on in our life, but when we can focus on someone else, it just makes our problem feel a little bit smaller. There is such a joy in giving to someone, and Kara was great about letting us give and letting us be a part of her life, and it did give us such joy. I think I talk about this in the book, but in that moment, we didn't know each other very well, and I said to her, give me something. I know there is something I can do. I, I didn't know a specific to offer in that moment, but I just kind of pushed on her saying, give me something. I want to do something, mm-hmm. and she said, how about getting me a drink every time she did chemo? she would get very sick. And so she wanted something new each time. I mean, think about how simple that is. But it was so beautiful, because she really let me in in that moment. And I always look back on that and think, I don't know that our friendship would have developed in the way it did. If she hadn't let me in.
2: Yeah. And how about you? And and you have about a minute to answer this. But how about you? How did it change you to show up for her?
3: Well, you know, it did give me such joy, and it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone. And I learned a lot. I learned that it's so important to show up. Um, I just was really blessed. I think on the moments, I think of the moments where I have as kids, or I did at that point. And really, that was such a blessing to me. And we think of showing up as so hard. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what to do, and it's stressful or uncomfortable But when you do it and when you step into
2: that, you really are blessed. That's true. And by the way, when you let somebody else show up for you, sometimes that's hard too because you don't want to be less than. You don't wanna be exactly. needy, you don't wanna be vulnerable. Um but but you you telling me you're telling me that you have learned to let people show up for you and that has changed some things for you.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I still struggle with it. Like when my friend texted me about a meal, I was thinking, How can I refuse? Yeah. She texted me back, I know you're trying to get out of this right now, <laughs> but too bad. Right. And so
2: she knew my personality. Yeah, so. good for her. Okay, we're gonna be right back with Jill Butine and we'll talk a little bit more about the new book that she co-wrote with Kara Tippett, Just Show Up, The Dance of Walking Through Suffering Together. And that sounds hard, but there's all there are all kinds of all kinds of levels of suffering. And you could really be there for somebody just by listening to this show today. And you may let somebody else in by listening to what Jill has to say. She has some very great tips coming up about how you approach these things. You may have, we may need these rules if you got to step out and do it. So we'll be right back with the rest of Channel Mom Radio. Need an excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food? Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chick Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe. On your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado.
0: It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you.
2: Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom right here on 94.7 KRKS. So glad that you're joining us. I do want to remind you that if you're going to Breckenridge this winter to go skiing, please stop by the Cutthroat Cafe. I just had some breakfast there yesterday. I brought my son some breakfast, so it was a takeaway. But it was fabulous. Good old-fashioned food, very comforting. Good comfort food. So, Cutthroat Cafe in Bailey, Colorado. We are back now with Jill Butine. I'm always afraid to say her name because it You've looks like Butine it right every time. Okay, good. <laughs> Jill Butine. Butine. Uh, she co-wrote Just Show Up with Kara Tippett, who was a mom blogger on mundanefaithfulness.com. A lot of people got to know her through her blog and through her book, The Hardest Piece, because they watched her die, and she was willing to open up her world to people as she was dying. She was a mother of four kids that used to wreck me as I watched her journey and and as she got closer to death. And I, I did have moments where I thought, Oh, Lord, you, you cannot allow this, because her youngest was five. Um, her kids were five to 13, as Jill knows. And so just tough, tough, tough. And, and it is one of those moments where you, you, you feel tested in your faith. Um, so we do welcome Jill back to the show. She has some, some tips in this book, just show up about how you can go and be with somebody who's suffering. And it doesn't have to be that they're dying. It can be any number of things, but you may not know how to handle it. So you don't show up. So she's got a couple little lessons. Why don't you share those with us, Jill? Okay. One of my favorite things.
3: Um, well, I have a few, but um one of my favorites was a comfort in and dump out graph that we used. Okay. And so it's basically a bunch of circles and Kara would have been in the very middle circle. And then the closer you are, you're in a circle going out. And what this was a guide for was sometimes people complain to the person who is suffering about their own suffering, uh-huh. almost saying like, gee, it's really hard on me that you're dying, Kara. And it was hard on me. But I did not um, dump into her. I would turn to a friend who was in a circle outside of my Kara circle, and I could dump out to her and say, this is hard, and I'm broken. And I was. Um, But I got to comfort into Kara, and I got to be someone that she could talk to when she was having a tough day.
2: So so the graph is remember to – pour comfort in to the the closer you get to the center of the circle of the person right. suffering, but dump out outwards to people that aren't as close to the situation. Right. Exactly. Um,
3: and it's just a good guideline. It kind of stops you from those words that are about to come out of your mouth and you think, okay, am I comforting
1: yeah.
3: or am I dumping? Yeah, that's good. Um, another thing that we learned was that it's good not to try to solve. So, um, you know, we want to fix each other's troubles and it's hard to hear about them, but really just listening to a friend is so important. And I, this is another thing that just transfers through so much of life. Um, I've always been a fixer. And when I'm listening to someone, I'm thinking, Ooh, how can I help? Yeah. But with Kara it turned for me and I learned to just listen, to be present with someone and to not try to fix or solve what they were going through. Because really, you know,
2: she got to make those decisions. And her medical decisions were up to her. Yeah, and I was there to be a support. Just be present. And Kara talked about that in the in the parts that she wrote. Just just be present. That's that's yeah. all she needed is, is what she said. Um, you know, I, I went through suffering with a best friend about 10, uh, five years ago. She lost her husband and he was only 36 and she was only 33. Oh, and wow. so for about a year and a half, my whole life changed because yeah. I just had to be present for her. Didn't do it perfectly at all. But it was interesting to read this book and see the things that I should have done or the things that I did do right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and frankly, the way in which I grew um, by having to show up for somebody else and get over myself. Um, right. And my kids got to watch it, too. I think it was an important lesson to pass on. We only have two minutes left. But, but, you, but I wanted you to pass on an urgent message to people. And please honor Kara in doing so. And it's mm-hmm. the don't wait message. Go ahead yeah. with that.
3: Well, I do think we wait. We wait for times to be good to enter in with each other. And really, when is that? We all have something going on. I cannot think of a friend right now who doesn't have some sort of heart in their life that might not be cancer. And so I encourage women and moms to, you know, go toward each other. When you're uncomfortable or nervous, take a step in. God is going to meet you there. I have qualified for this, and I say that in the book, but he makes us qualified. He comes down and he helps us um, make those decisions of how to be there for someone and you can pray and tell him, listen, I don't know where to start. Yeah, And, and he will meet you there. And I just want to encourage people um, not to be afraid, or if you are afraid, take a step anyway.
2: Right. Don't wait. Don't wait because you'll regret it. Okay. There probably are people that regret that they didn't get in Kara's life before she okay. died. Um, I want people to know that, that folks are taking care of Kara's kids, and, and her husband Jason is still taking care of the kids, obviously. Um, okay. And there's a beautiful thing going on here. I, I, before we close and you tell people how to find the book, I have discovered that when you help others, God helps you. You just don't have to worry about it. He shapes your character. He does all kinds of amazing things when you just step out and help somebody else. So I love the message of this book, Just Show Up, The Dance of Walking Through Suffering Together, co-written by Kara Tippett and Jill Lynn Butine. So, Jill, how do people find the, the book? Well, it is at um, pretty much any bookstore, and, of course, it's online
3: on um, Kindle and Nook Okay. And so, yeah, it should be pretty easy to find.
2: And if, and, if people have but, a heart to continue to help Kara somehow or, or donate money to her family, can they go to mundanefaithfulness.com and figure out ways to, to pitch in for the, the Tippetts family?
3: Um, I do not know if there is an actual way to give money, but the site is still up and running, mundanefaithfulness.com. Her friend is blogging there. I do some guest blogging, and actually Jason does some blogging there also. Okay. So that's a great way to kind of keep up on what they're doing. And if any opportunities like that do come up, that's the place to find
2: them. Awesome. Jill, you're a blessing. I hope this book sells and it helps people. Thank and you. That people do, for having me. I hope people do show up. God, you. God bless you. Thanks for being on Channel Mom. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, now we get to turn to a super fun thing here on Channel Mom. We've invented a new honor called One Amazing Mom, where we pick one mom a month who deserves it. And this last month, October, it was Lori Hansen of Minnesota, and you're going to see why, of St. Peter, Minnesota. You'll hear her accent, and you'll know she's from Minnesota. Lori, congratulations on being Channel Mom's One Amazing
4: Mom. Thank you. We're so glad to have you. Okay, so tell me, what was your reaction? You know... I didn't know anything about it until my 85-year-old mother found it on Facebook, and she would tell me about it, and I didn't have a clue what she was talking about, and I eventually went online and found it under my sister-in-law, Kathy Schmitz's webpage, and I was outside, and I was reading it crying and honored, uh, thrilled beyond belief. Yeah. I, I thought every mom just did their job day-to-day like I do. Well,
2: all mothers should be honored, but you have had a, a difficult uh, journey as a mom, and, and your husband Todd as well as a dad. Um, y- your daughter was born as a preemie; she had a number of issues. Um, you know, finally, after a couple of things and spinal meningitis, she was diagnosed with cerebral palsy. I may be pronouncing that incorrectly, but so tell people about your journey raising Megan, who is now 31 years old. Uh,
4: she's a joy. She's a good-hearted uh, young lady. We were shocked. Um, you know, to have a child so young in our, we were in our early 20s and not quite sure, you know, but we were going to have this child and we had her and the expectations were not there as most parents would expect to bring a healthy baby home and we did not. But eventually we thought we, you know, brought her home healthy and at three and a half months old, she was fine and about a year and 10 months old, she developed spinal meningitis and was at the University of Minnesota for about six months. And at that point is when we found out she had cerebral palsy. And the challenges began. Yeah. Um, you know, and raising a child with a disability or a disorder, I mean there's also a disorder in yeah. children, um, is a blessing and as well as a challenge.
2: Yeah. What, what Can you share with people, because you have been with this girl and you finally had to um you know be depart from your job to put it nicely because you just you had to take time for your child and she's 31 and she's an adult now but she still needs your care explain to people what being a mother to Megan means to you and what motherhood in general means to you
4: Motherhood in general is very rewarding um I don't feel you really love someone until you give birth to a child
2: Yes amen girl <laughs>
4: You know, you love your siblings, you love your parents, you love your grandparents, you love your friends, but until you give birth to a child, that's real love. Yeah. And then seeing someone with a disability, there's even more love and a deeper love. Yeah, yeah. And it, um, and, it, and I've went through jobs throughout the years, and I've and I've quit here and there to stay home with her when she did become sick. And again, finally in June is when both Todd and I decided it's been 30 years and, it's time for me to stay home with her.
2: Yeah, yeah. And she, I just love to watch her because you know, you know she can't, she can't speak much, right? But, but man, does she re- respond to you when mom walks in the room? It's so cool.
4: Uh, she can speak one syllable words.
0: Uh huh. Awesome. She
4: mom, dad, bye.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, pop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she loves our boat. She loves to go boating. We take her wherever we go. Yeah. And she reacts more when her father walks in. (laughs) Okay, well, then that's why you needed this honor, because
2: you need to be reminded of your sacrifice and and how much it means that you have done that. Okay, we've got a minute left. Tell people how you want to help other parents. As one amazing mom, you want to help other parents
4: who are dealing with kids who are physically challenged or adults. You know, I want them to know that there's support out there. Never give up. I don't care if you cry In front of someone or if you reach out to someone and if you need help, um, you just reach out to anyone Mm -hmm. that will assist you and help you. Do not be afraid to cry. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And share and share. And and, and share your story. And the more you share, even I have found out on social media and Facebook, I just had a mom that contacted me from Wisconsin. Good. And now we are getting together in Minneapolis.
2: Good, and she and Lori is trying to advocate for other moms. So you can find her at Lori Hanson, H-A-N-S-O-N, on Facebook, and she'd love for you to reach out to you. So uh, her, rather. I have to go. Give Megan a kiss for me, and give your your husband a hug. Thank you so much, and I congratulations will. on being one amazing mom, Lori Hanson. Thank you, Jenny. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Channel Mom today. Uh, Next couple of shows, we have June Hunt, Dr. Emerson Egerich, and Myths on Motherhood. We hope you'll uh, tune back for those in the coming weeks. Mom, if nobody's thanked you today, I'm here to thank you. And please consider supporting us at ChannelMom.com. You can give to us so we can stay in the air and bless you and help you and mothers around the world. Have a great weekend.
0: If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms as well as a beautiful bling T-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us